Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Guys? Yes, sir. I think we might have liked this movie. Maybe. We, uh, we did like this movie. I did. Yeah. I liked it too. Ben, did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I mean, I. It, I have some thoughts about. Like we're, we're gonna deep dive a little bit, but d- did we learn something from this? Did we learn something about about how what we do here about our process here? I learned to love again. Because I think this is the first time we really liked the thing. And I think I had the impression in my head that if we really liked it, we wouldn't be able to do it well. But well, I'm I not, think we did. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, well, first of all, with this one, we decided to do this before we watched the movie. Because Alex and I had never seen the movie before. And um, we, right, mostly. And we were going off of the assumption that it was going to be bad because all, all of the terrible reviews and what a big old flop it was. Um, but then we watched it and we all kind of really liked it. Like, obviously, there were some parts that weren't great. But I think that happens with a lot of, you know, pretty okay to good movies. But yeah, I agree. I think that we usually do st- stuff that at least one of us thinks is pretty bad. But but almost always we also have at least one person who thinks it's good in some capacity yep. at least has some kind of love for it and like yeah this time I think it was all of us. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Just as a refresher, which one of us didn't like Batman and Robin? I don't think it's a good movie. I mean, oh, it's, okay. it's it was you. It's, it's kind of funny. It's, it's not great. Okay, it was also Alex. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it, it was me that time. <laughs> it's not. It's not like painfully bad. It's kind. It's kind of. It's kind of entertaining in a way, and kind of funny in a way. Like it. it, it just came the Crystal Skull is like stomach churning, and then and then Batman and Robin is like, ah, I can't believe they made this. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Um. But this one wasn't either of those things. I wasn't like at the end. I wasn't like, hey, I can't believe they did this. Or, right. Ugh, this was disgustingly bad. But you know what I did feel like? What was I was like? This was almost great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, you usually usually love these ugly babies, and so <laughs> what do you? Thanks. How did you feel about this one? Are we talking about the ugly babies in the movie? No, 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 no. Not ugly babies. That the that the movies we do are ugly babies, and Alex loves them. I did. I did enjoy this mil- movie. This Milvy, if you will. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was just. It was off the beaten path. It was. I think there were some weird parts to it, like the uh, the impromptu um, musical number in the middle. 
Uh, <laughs> That's just because Dan Aykroyd really wanted I, to abandon. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and, and like I, I can't fault him for it. It was it was good. It just felt out of place to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a lot of little things mm-hmm. that that are off about it. Like um, Chevy Chase's whole character in general, yeah, is is a really big, just wet wet Muppet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. Know. I think we got, um, I think we got like Sonic Adventure two'd a little bit, and like, oh god, I can't believe I'm about to just. I promise I'm going to rein this in. I promise. Good luck. Um, but like, Sonic Adventure two is a dog shit game, and there are a lot of people that just heard me say that that are going, "You lie!" And like, <laughs> but like, all those people need to think right now about like what the evidence is for that game being good and in their head and it's probably city escape which is the first level and it's the best opening to any video game ever it's the best first level and the rest of the game is terrible and i think that that's kind of what this movie was is like after you watch it the parts you really love like stuck in your head like the the completely nutsoid like dinner scene that like that dinner scene is like iconic it's it's perfect it's so good um Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, basically just all of Dan Aykroyd's performance in it. But, like, how much of that movie was, like, like bloat, right? Like, we we cut... Those weird, unnecessary characters? Right. Um, like, the, the siblings that, like, did nothing in the movie. And, like, the weird baby, adult babies. Like, that whole scene was just, like... So, like, a lot of what we did, really, was just cutting stuff out. And also, we were, like... John Candy should not just exit the movie in the middle of it. <laughs> I mean, to because be fair, whenever... John Candy didn't really just one of John Candy's characters. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always it's always a treat when Candy's on screen. Nah, no, I should have said mm. whenever he's on screen, Candy's something about Candy always being a treat. It's great. It's very funny. <laughs> I know I just said like like whole like Sonic Adventure Two is the best opening, but this actually had kind of the worst opening. Do you remember when we watched this? Like, like the first fifteen or twenty minutes of this movie is so boring. Oh yeah, it is weird. They're just like in that weird high rise and no charisma whatsoever coming from wet Muppet Chevy Chase. <laughs> and then let's I get don't that hashtag going. That you're right. The whole fifteen minutes of them just being weird and yeah, that was do, there was nothing there. Do any of the three of us even remember why they were going out of the city? Like, where were they going? What was because it never Didn't came up. Moore ag- had to do something. Yeah, it was but some never sort came of up thing. again. Well, they kind of got waylaid. Well, right, what but was it, it? Their, their yeah. destination wasn't important. Uh, it was oh. it was the journey. Right. Well, I. I like that we made our destination important. That the that there was that the character had a motivation for going somewhere. Who were the ones who got actually murdered in the movie? Oh, they were just like jerks from like who rolled through town. Yeah, oh, they were yeah. just random people. We had a whole bunch of drugs and guns and alcohols. Oh yeah. All the bad stuff. That's kind of why I wanted, like, at the end of ours, when we were talking about, like, uh, 
Like I was like, they should still, they should still <laughs> run people through the Mr. Bone stripper because like I was thinking about that scene and like, I, like those people were awful. They like pointed a gun at John Candy for no good reason. And like, and I, and like when they went through the bone stripper, I was like, good, good. <laughs> I enjoyed good. People that. People deserve to die. <laughs> I was, and so I, I like this idea, this, uh, this fantasy of like, you know, there's somebody that you wouldn't mind seeing going through the Mr. Bone stripper. <laughs> And if you were in your own sovereign nation, well, maybe you'd just do it. I don't know. I guess the one of the big things about the movie is I never really knew how to feel because it was billed as a horror comedy mm-hmm. or a comedy horror. And comedy, it did try to be. Mm-hmm. And parts of it were very funny. And then horror, it tried to be in i think it succeeded in some ways but hmm it no i think it i think it did i think you're right that it succeeded in being funny a few times and i i don't think it ever really got scary it just got upsetting and uncomfortable in like a non-entertaining way like they failed to do it and it just was gross instead (laughs) um i think I have an opinion about horror and comedy that is, I think they're both like very similar things. Um, they're both, they both, uh, like thrive on subverted expectations. Okay. Um, and so like one time someone was like, I don't know how to write horror. And I was like, well, my method is to just like tell a joke, but make the punchline, make people dread instead of laugh. And I, I think they just ended up trying to tell scary jokes <laughs> in, in the movie. I, and I'm thinking about the two like weird baby people specifically. Yeah. The baby people were just kind of weird and gross, but they weren't super funny or super scary. The The movie's ending wasn't great either, right? No. Like they didn't know what to do with it. And I kind of liked ours. We got there eventually. <laughs> 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 um something that the movie was really missing too was um uh like character motivations mm-hmm. um they wanted to survive which is kind of in a horror movie a lot of the motivation but mm-hmm. that's not interesting if you don't you have to focus on if all if all the characters motivations are survive then you have to have interesting like character dynamics between the characters that want to survive or it's not interesting and they kind of didn't um, yeah. like, like two of the characters just left in the middle of the movie. Well, I mean, they did it, though. They survived. They <laughs> yeah. got out. Yeah. And they got to go and be happy and rich with the cop. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. That, I'm sorry. That I, I know, like, I, I get a little pushback from you guys, but I thought that was so weird and bad. That they were like, they, it's like they got bored of their plot line halfway to the movie, and then they were like, oh, yeah, I guess we need to wrap that up at the end. Are you talking about the end of the movie was bad or the middle of the movie was bad? Both of those things. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that entire weird arc, like non-arc, was weird for me. Uh, it's because those characters weren't doing anything. They weren't doing anything. So when they left, it was just like, oh. Okay, there they go. And then when they were there, it was like, okay, there they are. I feel like 
I, I wonder if like Dan Aykroyd knew those people because it feels like so much of this movie was just Dan Aykroyd putting stuff in it that he loved, mm-hmm. like John Candy <laughs> and um, like Digital Underground and uh, uh, Giant Babies. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> he does like Giant Babies. I, 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 he's one of them, right? Yeah, he he's one of the giant babies. Like Dan Because Dan Aykroyd wanted to put that costume on so bad, I guess. He was like, this will be great. And everyone was like, will it, Dan? <laughs> Doesn't it weigh like 100 pounds? It, like he had to be dying in it, right? They had some great sets. Our sets were terrible. Mm-hmm. With all the t- <laughs> they were. were terrible. Yeah. Well, how were our sets terrible? Because they were cheap, Jensi. Have you seen them, Jensi? <laughs> no, I haven't seen them. They are not real. Good job. Exactly. Jensi. That's good. That's good improving right there. <laughs> Ben, do you not know that we're on a podcast? Ben, do you not know that? <laughs> do you not understand? Ben, where are you right now? How can we tell, find tell you? Tell us what you see. Clearly you need help. <laughs> Is it a crazy set with lots of toasters? Is that what you see? Well, ours had the... Every toaster I, in LA. See, I felt so bad because like immediately when I was like, I'm changing the junk to like weird religious iconography. Like the... The moment I said religious iconography, you can like hear this in the episode. You go, <laughs> and I had to like, I had to, like steered away. I'm like, no, 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 not like that, not like that, not like that. <laughs> yes, thank you for doing that. I, yeah, I had no idea where you were going with that, and I was already like, okay, this is straight up horror. I get it, and I am the victim. <laughs> oh, there's this. Um, so there's this horror game called Outlast. And Mm -hmm. it it already is I have a pretty good stomach for like horror games, but like I refuse to play that game. Uh, But it's just about like being trapped in a mental hospital with like crazy Mm -hmm. monster people. But the second Mm -hmm. one is about like this. It's kind of the same thing, but you're in this like. Like kind of a, a nowhere town that no one knows exists in like the deep forest. And it's about like like an actual like churchy southern churchy cult oh, with like and i was like no absolutely no. not i'm shutting this down it was like free Ooh. it was it was one of the free psn games and i didn't even download it like <laughs> the psn was like it's oh free and i was like then you can have it no thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh god so I that just, gives me the anxiety but i i wanted i was a. Uh, I I based the the like a lot of the stuff i came up with off of the song black velvet um mm-hmm. and so i liked the idea i liked the lines Black Velvet, obviously. And mm-hmm. I liked the line, a new religion that'll bring you to your knees. And mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be fun if this guy, like, worshipped, like, Egyptian gods and stuff. So, mm-hmm. hopefully that wasn't too, like, religiously traumatic. If I if I made yeah. it, like, stuff that, like, Greek gods and stuff. Stuff that nobody really actually uh, worships. Yeah, it was good. I, I wanted him to just have this... Uh, he, he liked the idea of the, like, the old ancient religions and how much like power and pageantry they had Mm -hmm. did anyone get my deep cut ghostbusters joke can you say it for us there was a part where he's trying to remember the name of a god that whose name starts with g and he's saying like uh the sumerians and the hittites uh uh worshiped it what was it called oh i do remember that yeah i blacked that out you blacked that out what yeah because it wasn't funny. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Poor I'm Ben. Just kidding. Jeez. 
No, I'm sorry. I just didn't remember it. It was Gozer. You were looking for Gozer. I had a thing, but now I don't remember what it was. Was it a penis made out of a bone? Y'all. <laughs> God. I Can we not? Zinzi, I, I, I sat at my editing table for a very long time. And I was like, does Zinzi remember this bit? <laughs> and no, for I, the record, not until just now. I, I, I mean, like, does Zinzi remember doing it at all? And I was like, does Zinzi want me to cut this out? And then I was like, nah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, uh, but you guys know that I understand basic anatomy. Like, let's go ahead and, and set the record straight. You do know that penises have bones. <sighs> Moving on. Let's talk about fiasco. Okay, let's talk about fiasco. Yeah. It was not a fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, the only thing, if this worked really good for us, um, I think it took us a little bit to get it because it is like pretty outside the box. Um, I liked how it forced us to it both, both forced us to do things that we might not have done normally and gave us a lot of tools to make a story with. Um, particularly mm-hmm. the like tilt was very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave us the tools to create like excitement and drama. And like, man, I would almost like pitch to just use it for everything we do if it was longer. If if they could make yeah. some sort of like longer form version of Fiasco, I would love to play that. Mm-hmm. Something that took longer than a couple hours. Yeah, maybe for future very short gmless um movies we can we can use it again we can pull it back out there is a version of it they, there's another version of fiasco that uses cards and we could try oh, that interesting yeah so they, it's it's like it brand might- new they just ran a kickstarter for it like a couple months ago Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing with Fiasco was really fun, and I do feel like we got the hang of it pretty well, but we did not get the hang of it quickly. No. I remember it took us forever, all three of us really just being like, okay, what does this mean? What are we doing here? And finally, we had to go read the scripted part at the very back, or we wouldn't have known. We were going to have a like bonus content episode, where as practice, we just played a game of Fiasco that wasn't based on a movie. Mm-hmm. But like we couldn't do it. Like we didn't we get no through idea. that game, so that doesn't exist. Sorry. <laughs> like I just trashed that audio. Yeah. We <laughs> cuz we did we did try that and we were like, I don't know how to do this. But they have that scripted in the back of the Fiasco manual. They have like a whole game that's scripted out. Yeah, to Fiasco's credit, the manual is actually very good. The book is great. Mm-hmm. It's very well written. It's just like it's so hard to wrap your head around it. Yeah. Cuz it's like nothing you've ever played before yeah and like once you get down into it once you get to playing it like it's 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 definitely accessible but no it's weird to learn it's hard to learn it's 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 intuitive when you're playing it it's not intuitive when you're learning it Mm -hmm. um but it surprises you like it it, as it like hands you tools from the toolbox you're like oh okay I get it. Yeah, this is good. This is making me do things. I think you could, I think if you were stuck like writing a script for a movie, you could do worse than to play this game to fix it. Yeah, I agree. 
What else we got? This was a short series, so maybe we just don't have a lot to say about it. Um, I think yeah. that's one of the thing ways we made this this better is we simplified it, and then we we cut out a lot of unnecessary moving parts, and then we fleshed out the few parts that we kept in there. And I think that was smart. Mm-hmm. And so, like, but because of that, we don't have just like a ton to talk about. Simplifying yeah. this movie is what made it better. I agree. I agree. We didn't really get any like good rehashes except for Fran Sweeney standing order to make it gayer. Yeah, it's oh. always good to make it gayer, but actually we did We this already time. made it pretty gay. We, we look, th- we finally didn't doom the gay relationship. We did everything we could to not do that. Like good for us. We doomed every other part of their lives, but they got to be together. <laughs> we we did get one note from Jeanette. Uh she had said that the only real problem she had it with uh, that she could fix was making John Candy's character, uh, but both of his characters, the same person. Mm-hmm. Like the cop would just oh, become the crossdresser. Yeah. Instead of them God. being two separate characters, it's just, it's just the same person. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's oh I like that. That is funny. Mm. That's cool. Your wife always coming through. I know, right? She's pretty great. Uh, one person, that, one people, one group of people. Yes, that's how you say that. One group of people <laughs> that I really want to thank um, is the Lost Fingers. Um, we didn't like explicitly partner with them like we did with the Wolves of Chernobyl or like uh, a band called Challenger Deep that we'll be using in our next series. Um, but the, we used to end up <laughs> using a couple of their songs. I wanted to use their cover of um black velvet in the first episode and then i found out that they had a cover of cotton eye joe and we we referenced cotton eye joe like three times the first episode and so i was like it's too Mm -hmm. perfect i can't not do it so i just ended up using two of their Mm -hmm. songs even though i never actually got like explicit permission to do that but they seem very nice and uh the music is really good they do a lot of covers like that they oddly also have just a ton of christmas music but uh they're on spotify you can look them up they're look a little bit on youtube i'm sure you can buy some albums uh they have a few um original songs too i just really end up liking them so um please help me get my good karma back for (laughs) like just like being like oh this is good music i'll just use it uh by going and listening to the lost fingers they're very good let's thank some people for uh for tweeting about the show oh some people tweeted about us and we really super duper appreciate that some specific people who tweeted about us was uh one of them was at cat comic studios who makes the webcomic key to the future's fate then the monster hour podcast kim from chaotic goodness podcast who's one of our number one fans chase Irwin, spit and polish podcast and jackie castle who is the author of the seclusion and she's going to be our guest on the next episode which will be another one shot writer's room style episode um that was like our christmas episode uh and this time it's going to be on jared hess's gentleman broncos which as we all know is a terrible movie (laughs) so that's going to be a lot of fun (laughs) it really is (laughs) it's it's so gross (laughs) um Please tell us your friends about this podcast. Please, please tell your friends about this podcast. Like, if you love us, if, you, if you're like, hey, this is really good. Like, please don't be shy. Please tell someone about us. Because it's, <laughs> it's the only way we'll grow. I kind of thought you two would, like, join me in my begging. But you just sort of let me take all the groveling. I mean, it was just kind of sad. Just I just p- wanted to let cool, you. Cool, thanks. <laughs> yes, please. Tell people. 
Thank you. We love you guys. We love those of you who do listen to us. And we love especially the people who um, who talk to us in our Discord chat. We really love those people especially. So if you want to get in on our Discord chat, we've got a Patreon. Well, shoot a, a special thanks to Rob T. Firefly, who is one of our newest patrons, along with um, Marissa Jones. Also signed up for our Patreon. They've been uh, chatting with us on the Discord uh, pretty heavily here lately, and it's uh, it's been pretty great. We've been having a lot of fun with those kids. <laughs> those children. Yeah, they're they're tiny baby kids. Just <laughs> one year old, uh, uh, fragile uh, infants. Uh, two two year olds. They're 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 not. They're, they're not. Yeah, they're not it's baby still, babies. Still in the little bed in the hospital. Yeah. The, oh my God. the 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 dads are like peeking through the window, being like, "That one's mine. That one's mine." That's how young they are. That's how children they are. Hooked up to respirators to. Help them breathe nope. after laughing at I, all of our funny jokes. I don't like that one. I don't like thinking <laughs> about babies having to be on respirators. Why are you telling? Why are you talking about our patrons as being babies? Because <laughs> they're grown adults. I'm pretty sure at least one of them is. I think both of which one? Uh, which one, Gen Z? Which one me. do you think is the grown adult? I think they're both grown adults. I just think that one of them, at least one of them, is older than I am, and I am not an infant. Are you not? I'm pretty sure I'm not. Last time I checked. Are you sure? Okay. Are you sure you're not a, a tiny? <laughs> like, please don't. Not again. Little beat red. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> I don't. Wear the little hospital bracelet. <laughs> no. Grab it, on the, grab it on the fingers, like with their tiny little fists. Why? Our next episode is going up on the on February 19th, which is two days after my birthday. You know what? I, I actually figured this out today that I think all of our birthdays are within like 30 days of each other. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's cool. Uh, including um, the the person who, uh, uh, Charlie Welsh, our guest will, for our next series, because uh, his birthday is like two days after mine. And so, like, it would just be just a wonderful birthday present if, like... Somebody would join our Patreon or get on the Discord or tell their friends about us. Um, and we also get to sing happy birthday to Ben right now because this is the last episode that will air before Ben's birthday, right? Is that right? Yeah, it'll be on the 5th. All right, ready, gang? That means me and you, Alex. You're part of the game. Let's do it. We're going to sing We're gonna sing happy birthday to Ben. All right. Ready? One, two, two six. three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Benjamin. Just to Happy, singing. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you. I don't even care. It's still attention. Attention was on me. I I, I appreciate it. Yay! I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alex's beautiful singing voice uh, brought me to uh, such emotions to where I could not keep singing, but oh, happy early birthday, Ben. Thank you. You did it. You're like 65 <laughs> years old now. I really appreciate uh, everyone that kind of stuck with us during us ha- having some fun with some obscure movies here for just a minute. Um, we're going to get back to some like 
the the big budget the big famous uh flops here coming up we got a something very exciting for our next series yes um so get ready for that as a matter of fact if you want to take a guess i did this one time and i, ha- I had a lot of fun because no one guessed what we were doing next but if you want to take a guess what we're doing next um uh hit it up on twitter uh use that hashtag roleplay recon um yeah. i will go ahead and give you a hint it's not star wars it's gonna be a long time before we do star wars okay all right we'll see you guys uh, in two weeks thank bye. you for joining bye. us bye kisses bye, bye. kisses